0: Hi everyone, my name is Captain Letitia Bland. I uh, am the SARC here at the 332nd. Um, yeah, what about you?
1: Hey, I'm Master Sergeant Vaughn. I am the Flight Chief of Preventative Medicine uh, here at the 332nd. Uh, by trade, I'm public health. We're <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: nice, I know, right? Personnel, yay. Um, awesome, so today we're here to talk about black history. Yes. Um, Black History Month, right, um, which, you know, I'd argue is American history, and I think we'll go into uh, all of those elements. Um, but first, like, why is it important to you? Why is it important to celebrate Black History Month?
1: So Black History Month gives you a chance to see what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we, we choose to forget the past and try to build on something in the future mm-hmm. but not knowing what we came. You can have a lot of repeated mistakes. But I look at it going forward, mm-hmm. I look at it like, how are we gonna evolve? Mm-hmm. Not just black history, yeah. but also people history. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a society, are, are we evolving? Mm-hmm. Are we changing? Yeah. Are we moving forward? Yeah. And what are those things that we can do for it? And, and that is a conversation uh, for, the, for the next generation, as well as our generation. Uh, how we're going to move it forward to have that other conversation or to uh, evolve black history into a people movement, mm-hmm. an understanding of people, understanding of cultures. Yeah. Uh, so what about yourself?
0: Oof. that was, I like that. That was deep. Um, I think that, um, So you're right. Like, I think there's a element of honoring the past that we must do, right? That's very important to the structure of our country, the community, not just the black community, but our community collective, right? Um, Acknowledging the past so that we don't make the same mistakes, that we don't go down the same paths that we've gone. Um, And unfortunately, we've kind of seen that, right? Because we have, you know, not necessarily acknowledged those things. Um, But it's important now, right, to celebrate uh because we are having the conversations because we are acknowledging some of the mistakes that were made and and we can talk about the gamut of those mistakes right um maybe not here but we can talk about the gamut right you know because because there are there are some political implications there are some other things that have happened um you know that that you know that we must acknowledge in order to move forward And so celebrating it now, you know, I think I think we take the time. We honor the past. We honor the sacrifices that were made uh, by so many people, so many families, uh, communities of all colors that 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 made um, the black experience in the United States. Um, And we must celebrate them. But then we also must take time to, like, find joy and like celebrate all the new victories and all the new things that are happening. Right. Like, I mean, we have a black chief of staff of the Air Force, right? Sure. Sure. We had our second chief master sergeant of the Air Force very recently. You know, I mean, there was, what, a 30-year gap in between them? You know, so so there are new victories. There are new things that are happening, and we must use Black History Month as a time to celebrate that joy, right? Um, you know, more recently, the government has adopted Juneteenth, right, which was a celebration of freedom, right? Um, you know, there yes, July 4th is a emancipation for the United States as a whole, but Juneteenth Is a very important holiday for that reason because people, through all the strife, through all the struggle, through all of the things that were happening, the separation of families, all these things that were happening, people said, you know what, like we are finally free, June 19th, uh, 1865, and we're finally free and we're gonna celebrate that freedom, you know. And so now, you know, we take that, we bring it right back around that we are now in a place where we can celebrate. These victories, we can celebrate these wins. We can celebrate the fact that I can be in a workplace and I don't have to hide the fact that I want to celebrate Juneteenth, that I want to talk about, you know, the George Floyd's, the the things that are affecting me, and and we can now have this conversation. And so Black History Month is gonna, you know, I think it should be twofold. It should be a time for past and acknowledgement, but it should also be a time for honoring this kind of new, fresh eyes, this, these new victories, um, and propelling this conversation forward.
1: That's, you bring up some good good yeah. points. I, I would I would have to agree with you. Uh, just having the space. Mm-hmm. The space to know that, hey, you can have these conversations. We yeah. can talk about it. It's not a problem with it mm-hmm. to just have the conversations. There's nothing wrong with just having the conversation, and I think that that's very important. Mm-hmm. But I know you've led a wonderful team with planning this uh, Black History Month and all the celebrations is going to happen here at the great 332nd and with that is going to be a lot of events. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the luncheons, uh, the lunch and learns that are uh, filled with panels and different speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also uh, have the movie nights mm-hmm. that's going to uh, enhance or show movies that uh, uh, kind of give homage to our past mm-hmm. but also propels us to the future Absolutely. and then we got the uh, capstone uh, the capstone event mm-hmm. uh, with the speakers that's going to be coming in mm-hmm. uh, so in your sense uh, looking at what we have coming yeah. up, what does these events mean like mm-hmm. why did did we actually do the mentoring at lunch. Why do we Go need ahead. a? Why do I need a mentor? Why? Do, why do anyone watching this? Why do they need a mentor? Like, oh uh,
0: Yeah, I like that. Okay, so so we'll break that down in a few different elements, right? So the the lunch, which shameless plug, is this Thursday, uh, and we're having them every Thursday throughout the month at the three thirty second. So shameless plug. Our first one um, is going to be the start of a tough conversation um uh a year ago or last summer rather uh, chief wright wrote that paper who am i um and he talks about being a black man in the in the military in the united states and what that meant where he came from what it feels like um outside of this uniform right because uh you know sometimes it doesn't protect us outside of the gates of our, our installation, and sometimes inside, right? And that's something that he acknowledged with that paper. Um, and that was a tough conversation. That was a tough paper to read. Um, but I think I think it starts, it starts in these places of vulnerability that we've been so scared to go into. Um, and so that's why I wanted to have mentorship. Because it's not just, hey, do this, and your career will be great, right? Because that's the kind of mentorship that we've been getting for years, right? And that's amazing. And I think we should get that. Um, but we should also get the other things. The, uh, you know, I'm trying to be PC. We should also get the um, conversations that say, hey, I know that it was very hard for you to put on your uniform today after watching the video of George Floyd. You should have someone who can pull you aside and say, I don't, I don't look like you. I don't necessarily understand 100% what this means to you, but I know it affects you and you should have the safe space to go into and have that conversation or cry or emote or express a little bit of anger and and i think that's that's where that mentorship comes into it's it's twofold it's getting you to a good place in your career but it's also getting you to a good place here right um, and that's important to how we lead that's important to how we um, how we serve uh, we have to be healthy mentally so that's why I really am into the inter, uh, mentorship aspect and starting the month off in a very serious way and starting it off uh, with a very serious conversation um, so that we can kind of open these floodgates to, like, hey, this is safe for us now to just address, right? Um, the following Lunch and Learn is a panel with yourself sitting on it. Thank yes. you so much. Um, you know, where we're going to talk to leaders, you know, black leaders both enlisted and officer, which is a very important perspective to have, um, and that are going to talk through their careers and how they were mentored and and some of the struggles that they faced because sometimes people don't know until you've said it out loud, yes, people have judged me based off of how my hair looks and if I drop my G's a little bit or the part of D.C. that I'm from. These things have happened, and I want these, these mentors on this panel to talk about that, to talk about like, hey, but here's how we've moved forward, here's how I've made it to be a senior nco or to be a field grade officer this is how i've made it and this is how i'm going to make it better for you all so that you don't have to face these same stripes.
1: and i think the, the wonderful thing about this and the mentoring is allowing people to see that it's okay to have tough conversations yep. it's okay yeah. to hey it's okay to have a conversation about this mm-hmm. it's okay to have a constructive conversation about this yeah and being able to communicate because i think the key thing that, that, that you're hitting on as well. And, and looking at all the events as, as we're going through the mm-hmm. month, it's communication. Yeah. How do we, how do so, we communicate? Yeah. I don't know you, how do I get to know you? Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I think Facebook, I think social media has taken that human aspect yeah. out of the picture. Like me, I'm sorry to say it, but I don't have any social media. <laughs> hey, I, I, I know I'm old time, <laughs> Hey, I know, I know. But I don't have any social media. Yeah. I like to communicate, I like to go up to someone and I want to see your facial expressions. Yeah. I want to see your nonverbals. I want to see if what I'm saying actually offends you. Mm-hmm. So we can actually curb the conversation. We can talk about it, yeah. but I can get to know you as a person. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing, knowing each other's culture. Mm-hmm. Where did you come from? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is why you do that. This is what triggers this behavior. And I think that that's what the mentoring is going to allow to see. Absolutely. Hey, I can talk about this. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, a, it's okay. Other people go through the same things I do, and that's what Black History Month is uh, about as well. Mm -hmm. But there's other events that that is planned uh, also, correct? Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, um, uh, you know, our so we'll quickly finish up the luncheon piece. The last two lunches of the month will be with. uh the commander general Kunkel, and chief fuselier to now have this conversation and hopefully bring everybody because i think sometimes we think that you know black history month only black people come to those events and we have to dispel that right um and so so i think they are going to invite the conversation of like okay what does diversity and inclusion look like at the 332nd, and how what are the things that we're putting in place to make sure that that happens um and then the that final conversation the final Thursday is going to be like, all right. What is the future? We how are we going to talk about the future? And they're going to be listening, and they're going to be talking about those things. So I think that's um, going to be great. Um, this Friday we have the Double Victory movie, um, yes. which I mean, how else do we honor <laughs> the Tuskegee Airmen and hey. honor Black History Month at the same time? We talk about yes, yes. there. We talk about the things that they did, the 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 obstacles that they overcame. I mean, you know, Double Victory, just the words themselves resonate so well with us and we can we can talk about that in a second like just what that means but the 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 movie itself is you know it's a documentary and it talks about you know what they went through and then and then what it looked like when they came home you know cuz they were heroes and there's no doubt about that but what were they seen like when they came home you know they still had segregated lunch counters they still had segregated schools their uh, world leaders were still being murdered for the things that they were trying to do, right? So, like, they came back to an America that they worked tirelessly to to serve, and still came back to all kinds of things, right? And so, they they really fought on both fronts and succeeded on both fronts. So we have to honor that, and so we're we're doing that this Friday, um, and then again on the 19th. Um, uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, we have there. Uh, so our great partnership with RMS and FSS here. Shameless plug. Um, they, <laughs> they have a movie Saturdays, so they're showing a bunch of different films that honor both the past and the present. Um, so that's gonna be fantastic, uh, a fantastic list of movies throughout the month. And then um, our biggest event, right? So uh, so every, everyone knows that the, the theme of Black History Month this month is the black family, right? Yes. Representation, identity, and diversity. And so, uh, we are honoring these elements of the black family, and I spoke on that earlier this month, but um, we're, we're honoring these different elements. So we've talked about the big mamas who are kind of our chiefs. we talked about the aunties, which are those mentors that are outside of your family that, that, that mentor you and guide you. Um, and now we're going to honor our elders. And what better elder to honor than General Alfred Flowers, Major General Alfred Flowers, excuse me, who um, served for 47 years 47, 47. Think, think about S- started his career on. in 1965 years. the same year wow. the voting rights act was signed in right wow. like this guy like impeccable right the things that he's seen i i mean honestly if we could spend a day on zoom with him i think everyone would take something from it so i think this having this elder this this advisor this veteran this i, I honestly like you know, hero, and he'll probably, you know, he's a very humble man, so he'll probably hate that I'm saying this, but he, I mean, he is a true hero. He has seen the worst of us, and he has brought around some of the best of us. He's seen some of the best of us, um, and is still seeing it, still mentoring people, still actively engaged with us. Um, He has a a great book um, about servant leadership, and he talks about what that meant to him throughout his career and how, at the end of the day, like, I want to be a leader and I want to serve. You know, he started uh, as an enlisted person, right? He, he enlisted. Um, he was enlisted for a while and then became an officer. So he has all of these perspectives from every level, you know, and it's, I don't know, I am I am ecstatic that he's going to speak to us um, at the end of the month on the 28th. So it'll be another family event, right? We're going to, it's going to be a family event, family <laughs> fellowship, right? Yes, yes. Um, and just to have time with this amazing man, I think is an experience unlike any other. Um, so that's yeah, I'm excited. I hope that I hope that we can get the entire base to pack that journey. I mean, COVID, COVID,
1: COVID, COVID, I mean, uh, uh, probably Yeah, well, <laughs> but we can work. Yeah. We can work with that. But one yeah. of the things that you just hit on that is so important for every leader, servant, humble. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's look at this. Let's look at what you uh, will endure. Mm-hmm. Forty-seven years of, of what you will endure, mm-hmm. but you stay humble mm-hmm. and you stayed a servant leader. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the same qualities that Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah. his uh, preaching, his approach to life, the way he carried himself at such a young age, mm-hmm. but he always talked about that servant leader mm-hmm. and how yeah. you the, the way that you treat people and by example and. You, you don't treat people the way that they treat you. You don't reciprocate that, that hate. You reciprocate it with love. Mm-hmm. And for him to be in 47 years in, from enlisted to officer to major general mm-hmm. at that, he had to have a certain type of humbleness and a certain type of personality yeah. to allow him to, I would say, stay prayed up and be blessed mm-hmm. to make it through those ranks. Yeah. But um, as we're just going through this month and we're looking at uh, the importance, male, female, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. As an African-American being black, uh, are, are there differences? Yes, there, there are yeah. some differences. Um, but you can't dwell on them, right? Mm-hmm. we got to recognize them, and once we recognize that, uh, we are in a space now where we can have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think the leadership here at the 332nd, yeah. I think they, they see that. Mm-hmm. They see, yeah. hey, we can have those conversations and they're leading the diversity and inclusion conversations. Mm-hmm. They're leading these conversations. A lot of leaders, they don't wanna to touch it. Yeah. They're like, ah, no, I don't, I don't really wanna to touch that. But they're, they're gonna lead the conversation so we can actually have, and they want the truth. Mm-hmm. Watching them speak at newcomers, you can, you know, they want the truth, yeah. and that's what it, we want to employ everyone. Plug
0: <laughs> shameless, as
1: Captain James says, luck. as Captain <laughs> says, come out and, and let's have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ask tough questions, mm-hmm. and but be willing to listen to the answer. Exactly, that's what we have to do. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add?
0: Yeah, I think I think you bring up a great point, right? Like. Um, I rem- so back in May, you know, at my home station, like we started this tough conversation. Well, really, June, we started this tough conversation um, aspect, and there were definitely some, you know, some tough environments, so to speak, right? Because this is scary. This is a scary environment, right? We we are in a nation post a african-american president post um, pioneering african-american leaders in our society that have successfully finished the jobs that they were doing right like so You know I think when people see hear the word racism when they hear these these words that that really cut at our core They hear they hear Martin Luther King being assassinated on the balcony, right? They hear um, they hear children being hosed you know, at protests, that's what they hear. They don't hear the the microaggressive things that that people do face every day in the workplace, right? They don't hear that stuff. They don't hear the, the day-to-day police brutality. They don't hear uh, like a black man say, I am frightened so much so when I get pulled over by a police officer that this is how I feel, right? They don't, that is a scary place to venture into. And it, because it, it kind of shatters this vision of what we think we know or what we think about our society and the uniform right, and the uniform, right? because right. this is this is this this makes us all one color right that's yes. what we think and unfortunately this comes off of my body and the... and I'm different outside you know and so this so it's scary and it, and it and it's a it's a landmine area because not nobody knows what to say right so it's like oh man if i step here will i will i hit a landmine and it's like Sometimes you gotta hit a landmine and know where they are. Hey,
1: that's you have a good, to. That's a good point. You bring yeah. up a good point. Sometimes you gotta hit a landmine to know you where they are. You do. Sometimes you just gotta talk. Yeah. Sometimes you just yeah. gotta. And talk.
0: thankfully, it's not as dangerous as a landmine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's true.
1: So you know, that's no, so one's, true.
0: it's it's like that's let's true. just unpack. And I and I, I'll be honest, you know, in the last, you know, eight nine months is the most acknowledged. I think I've felt in a very long time being able to talk about microaggression being able to talk about um, different you know disparities in how uh, folks are disciplined like finally being able to say it's not just me complaining it's not just someone thinking that I'm being sensitive which has happened right because people don't see it right Um, it's, it's someone saying hey not only are these are, are folks not being sensitive? Here's the data that, that says that we got to do better. And now that we can say it out loud, now that we found the landmine, we didn't blow up, we didn't die, we found the landmine, (laughs) and now we're like, all right, cool, let's fix it. How do we fix it? And it's not just looking at you and I to fix it, it's looking at those who write the rules, those who make the rules. What does the policy say? You know? Let's start addressing unconscious bias. It's a real thing. It is. And and we have to we have to do it. We have to unpack. We have to talk about it. And we're there. And so it's 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 about us as leaders, like Making sure this conversation keeps happening and as soon as we start shying away from it or you know Oh, we've checked the box. Nope. Nope. Let's let's talk about it Let's talk about this thing. Let's talk about the nine-year-old who got pepper sprayed that affects that's that affects all and It should affect everybody right and that's where we're getting and I think we're getting we're getting there and We're getting there fast and it's beautiful and I'm glad that you and I are serving at a time where we can help You know we can help find these landmines and we can help have these tough conversations and we can increase how we communicate you
1: know yes and I, and I think <laughs> you talk about communication you yeah. talk about the conversations having these conversations doesn't make you a bad person for having a point no, of view not at all. when we yeah. have these conversations we draw this understanding yeah. it is okay I understand where you're coming from yeah. now but there are certain things in society and I say media as well that makes you think put Things in your mind that you will see that makes you feel biased towards mm-hmm. a, a, a certain group yeah. or, or a certain uh, individual, a certain race. Mm-hmm. And what people are, are, are slowly understanding is, okay, I may have friends, but have I ever had a conversation? Mm-hmm. Have I had an understanding of who they truly are? Yeah. I may have spoke to you, but did I speak to you? hmm I may say hi, but then I have a conversation with you. Uh, Me uh, knowing who you are and saying, no, that's not who this person Mm -hmm. is. But why do I have to say that? Mm -hmm. Why does that have to be vouched for me Mm. on who I am? And I I think that's where we're we're getting to. Mm -hmm. Because I've always been the same, you've always been the same, we've always been the same, is the laws and things that was put in place Mm They are old. Mm -hmm. They uh, are timed, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I feel like what is happening now is they're going back and and looking at things. Mm -hmm. And, okay, how can we do this better? The time that this was written, like dress and appearance, for instance. Mm -hmm. My wife always says this. It's the the funniest thing. My wife says this. And uh, I I, I hear this a lot. I got men telling me what I can and can't do with (laughs) my hair right right i i I, I got men telling me what i can and can't do with my hair and i sit back sometime and i say you know what i don't have a good answer you are you are so right uh why am i telling you what you can do with your hair or why am i uh uh dictating to you on those terms Mm -hmm. but those little changes Mm -hmm. those little changes just allows uh, people to express themselves a Mm -hmm. little more of facial hair or mustaches or different things that allow them to do with their hair can go a long ways with understanding so that's that conversation Mm -hmm. and understanding of culture of people of diversity within the air force yeah
0: no i love that yes yeah i love that and you're right like let's you know let's make these changes that say hey we're culturally competent like you know hair that grows curly out of your face causes issues, right? Mm-hmm. Let's have that conversation and, you know, stop telling people that if they just shave every day it's going to get better. It doesn't get better, and right? No. And that's for all kinds of cultures, right? So it's, it's these, you're right, it's these small changes that are really speaking to folks. Like, yeah, you know, you guys get to have low fades <laughs> and, you know, it works for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a low fade, right? <laughs> <True>. <laughs> this,
1: this is a head of hair and it, and
0: it needs work every day, right? Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's all of these little elements and it all started with just having the conversation just saying hey what are your issues and not just you're right like it's not just oh i have a friend and they don't they aren't this way so that's how we blanket the entire community right that's how we blanket everyone but it's 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 no it's like okay systematically there are some like fundamental changes that need to happen right Because it's not just the in- individual; it's the collective, um, and that's on both sides. We all need to make changes. We all need to need to have conversations. Um, and so, yeah, I think we're I think we're there. I think Black History Month at the 332nd is going to help us. It's not going to solve everything. We're not going to fix everything here, but we're going to talk about things, and you know, and we're going to do it as a family. You know, as as we talk about like we are, um, you know, we have this this identity of the Redtails. You know, it's very um, very beautiful to me right like because you go to any base around the world and you know you might be a i don't know red horn or whatever you know whatever people call it the sabers and all this other stuff right which is great not making fun of the sabers but you know (laughs) everyone has this identity but there's there's a different identity that comes with being a red tail that we have here and it's very unique to um it's very unique to here it's very unique to the tuskegee airmen so like we almost wear it like a family name like you know like we've taken off our name and we wear this like and so we wear this name the red tails and then from then on we act in a way that says i will never i will never betray this name i will never do anything bad that would make make this name look anything less than prestigious anything less than than the legacy that it has right and we wear that here the 332nd as a family and so that's why i think this is a great environment for us to have the mentorship lunches and have this you know the these concepts of the family applied to everything we're doing this month um because we wear we wear a family name together no matter what we look like no matter where we came from we are all like wearing this identity and it's beautiful because it makes us accountable to one another it's like hey, hey, you're messing up. And that's not what our family does. Let's fix it. Let me bring you in. Let me practice a little tough love. Family, right? Family. Because that's what
1: family does. Family, we're not right? all gonna get along. Yeah. But we got love. But we got love. And that's what the 332nd, that's what we bring here. We got love. We got love, yeah. and my correcting you, I love you. Yeah. Hey, put your mask on, I love you. Yeah. And that is what you brought up a really good point, you kept hitting on that. Family is the most important. Family is important.
0: And we're doing everything
1: with love. We're doing everything with the red tail family.
0: Yep. Yes. We're a family and we will act like a family and we will always be a family. You know, we have people who have left that are still in touch with us who are still like, hey, how you doing? It's because we feel connected. We have this quite literal like national, international connection (laughs) with one another. Because it's like it's like you are a red tail. So you know what it's like. You know what that family is like, you know? And and yeah, the mission can be tough and hard and our hours change and all these other things, but at the end of the day, we're doing it with love. We're doing it as a family, you know. I are family you know and it's and it's wonderful and now I know folks all over the world because of the family that we've established here um and we're gonna keep that going right right. we're gonna keep that going all month long and
1: beyond and beyond beyond. beyond. because
0: this is American history not just
1: not just black history you're right American history this is American history